Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gaia Soars, a podcast about the practical application of spirituality with your host, Kimra Minuti. All right. Thank you. And welcome to another episode of Gaia Soars. My name is Kimra Minuti, and I am an intuitive ascension coach. And today's topic is boundaries and shielding. I wanted to bring up this very important topic to you because oftentimes people have issues with their shielding and they don't realize that shielding and boundaries go hand in hand. When you have non-existent boundaries or small boundaries or only boundaries in one certain area, but boundaries, no boundaries in another, then your shields are intimately affected by your ability to protect yourself in your regular and everyday life. Okay. So first and foremost, I want to have the conversation about how the lack of boundaries can cause you to have problems with shields. And actually, let me rewind that. Let's talk about why should you even shield your energy? Right? There is a school of thought of individuals who believe that you don't need to shield at all because if you believe that you are love and if you believe that you are supported by the universe and if you believe that um, everything is happening to you, to you for a reason, you don't need a shield. I am of the understanding and the belief system that you're still needing shield, right? And let me explain to you why I believe a boundary and a shield are for your protection. They're the edges of the container that fills you up. So if you are finding yourself drained, exhausted, or when you meet certain people, you feel really good, and then as soon as you hang out with them, you feel like, Ugh, that's because you have four shields and four boundaries. And it could be related to other things, obviously, but for the purpose of this conversation, we're sticking to the concept of energetic shields and boundaries. And when that happens to you, you will find that you keep going around the same type of people and you'll be good and happy when you walk in the door and then they show up and they suck all the life out of you. You're like, what the heck just happened? I was feeling good. Well, friend, you have four shields and four boundaries. Okay. So I actually wrote down a bunch of things today about the lack of boundaries. And I want to go ahead and touch on them because I speak from, from experience. Majority of my life, I had shit boundaries. <laughs> they were horrible. And so that caused me to onboard other people's emotional issues, physical issues, and mental issues. Why? Because as a spiritualist and through my life experience, I have become an extremely empathetic individual. And that allowed me to actually onboard people's illnesses when that's necessary. Okay. Now at the time it was necessary for me to learn that I had shit boundaries. Otherwise I wouldn't have learned. Okay. So now <clears throat> the other thing that I want to bring up to you is that your boundaries are like a cup. They allow people to treat you in a specific way. The boundary teaches you how to tell people how to treat Okay. And the same thing with your shields. Your shields are a means for protecting your energy and keeping you healthy. 
It has nothing to do necessarily with keeping other people out, even though at the end of the day, it does manage to raise your vibration and keep energies that are not beneficial to you out of your personal and collective energetic space. All right. So um, at the end of this live today, what I will be doing is walking through you through a short shielding ritual that I have learned to use for myself to have better shields so that as you are learning to gain better boundaries, you will still have a tool to utilize to help you with your own shielding in your own life. All right. So let's talk about a couple of things. When you have, when you have, when you set boundaries, right, you have more space for yourself and your healing. Now, what are some areas where people don't set boundaries and they think they shouldn't set boundaries? Let's talk about that from the perspective of being a parent. Oftentimes, as a parent, we feel like we can't set boundaries with our own children. And that is to the detriment of us as a parent, because then you end up feeling exhausted all the time. You can't even go to the bathroom by yourself. How many parents do you know can't go to the bathroom by themselves, especially moms? But if you're a single dad, this would fall into the same category. And that's not reasonable. That's not reasonable. And often because you have maybe had some sort of traumatic event in your family life as a child where perhaps you were neglected by your family unit, you don't feel like you need to draw that line as a boundary because you're going to say to yourself, oh, I'm always there for my kids no matter what. I can never have any space to myself no matter what because I put my kids more importantly over me. And to one extent, I understand that. But to the other extent, when do you ever get privacy? You as an individual, you as an adult, you as a human being, you deserve privacy. You deserve a moment alone. You deserve time to decompress. And in fact, when you take the time to decompress, you become a better parent because then you're not as reactive. You're not going to lash out at your kids. You're not going to get angry with them. You're not going to get resentful of them. Setting a boundary helps you decrease resentment. Let me give you an example. You have no good boundaries. You haven't communicated to anyone the things that you need. And so people are constantly taking advantage of you. They're always asking you to do things and you can't tell them no. You're out there trying to save the world and you have no one to save you, right? And so instead of recognizing that you only have X amount of hours that you can contribute to things outside of your home, you're constantly taking on projects and things that you don't need so that you can prove your worth to others. That's not healthy. You are worthy in and of yourself. You don't need to put on extra, take on extra projects to prove to other people that you're worthy. You need to carve out time for yourself to prove to you that you're worthy so that you don't end up having to do that to other people. Because then what happens is you sign up for all of these projects and then when the time comes to execute them, you either fall short or you disappoint the individual or you just flat out don't do the thing or you burn yourself out by 
at the last moment, pushing yourself so hard to accomplish a task that you end up hurting yourself. A lot of times people who are, are, are seen as empathetic or who call themselves empaths, they go through a burnout process from trying to help so many different people, but they're unable to care for themselves. So if you have, take a look at some of the conversations that we've had over the last few years, a lot of conversations about self-care have come up. And that's because, and in the neurodiverse population, self-care is a very difficult task because it's not taught. It's not taught in a way that it's sustainable. It's just like, oh, take, take care of yourself. And then no one will give you examples of what that means. So one of the main modes of self-care is setting boundaries because this is how you know the limits to which you're willing to deal with someone on any given situation, okay? There was a quote, a quote by Brene Brown, excuse me, Brene Brown, that says um, something to the effect that not having clear boundaries is an unkindness to yourself. And it's true. And you want to be able to clearly articulate the boundaries for someone. So for instance, let's go back to this never having bathroom time as a parent. A clear boundary for yourself is when I'm in the bathroom, no one knock on the door unless the house is on fire, someone is bleeding, or if you're a single parent, there's no other adult around, okay, there's some sort of a disaster. But otherwise, I get my five to 15 minutes in the bathroom by myself, no interruptions. And then here's the secondary portion of the boundary setting situation is you have to now stick to that boundary, okay? You can't cave on your own boundaries once you have set them. So that's the first and most important part of setting boundaries for everyone, right? You want to go ahead and set the boundary, articulate it very clearly, and then you have to maintain that boundary. I saw a post earlier on TikTok that no one talks about how difficult it is when you set the boundary and the people that you set the boundary with are no longer um, your friend because they were benefiting from you not having boundaries, right? And then you start to question whether or not you should have even set that boundary. And the answer is always going to be yes. Yes, because boundaries are healthy. Boundaries are the purpose, are, are the walls of the cup that you're drinking out of, right? So imagine, here, I'll just use this. Imagine this crystal, right? This crystal holds, it, holds its form because it has these very clear delineated patterns around it. If this crystal didn't have the physical boundaries, it would not have this shape. It would fall apart. And you yourself are like this crystal. You need to set physical, mental, emotional boundaries around all of the parts of you that matter. Okay? So that's one of the first and most important things that I have noticed that people are, are not aware of, right? So that, that's what this is. You want to set these boundaries around yourself and then you need to maintain them. Another thing that people don't often realize is that when you are hungry, when you're exhausted and when you're overwhelmed, your boundaries and your shield 
have the tendency to shift and fail and fall apart. Reason being, your boundaries are intrinsically linked to your ability to feel well and feel safe. So when you're exhausted, you're less likely to maintain a boundary because it requires more effort, okay? When you have had practice maintaining boundaries, when you have cleaned up your inner circle, when you have surrounded yourself with individuals who are not trying to push against your boundaries but who yet honor them, then you are able to then have more healthy energetic shields and you have to spend less time resurrecting the shield, okay? When I first started shielding, um, shoot, when did I start shielding? I gotta think about that. When I first started shielding about, let's say eight years ago, I had to constantly renew my shields. I had to constantly um, reintroduce them. I had to constantly do all of these things because any given moment, my shields would just fall apart. And I could not understand what that was coming from. Often in your sacral chakra, sacral chakra is the one that has to do with people pleasing and pleasure, right? Many of us have had sexual assault in our lives and that will cause you to have a lot of people pleasing behaviors because that's rooted to not feeling safe and supported in your root chakra, okay? So when you combine those two, not feeling safe and supported in your childhood and by your family unit or by your surroundings. And then you couple that with needing to feel like you have to please people so that you can survive. It brings you to a place where you're very easy to manipulate and you do not have good boundaries. And then people just kind of suck, suck energy off of you. Okay. So, um, I want to read you this quote from scienceofthepeople.com. And if you check out this podcast later, you will find this in the show notes. It says, "What are?" this is the answer to the question of what are healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries are the limits you place around your time, emotions, body, and mental health to stay resilient, solid, and content with who you are. These empowering bounder, these empowering borders, excuse me, protect you from being used, drained, or manipulated by others. Okay, this is an excellent quote, and that article from scienceofthepeople.com highly recommend if you want more in detail ideas of how to set good boundaries. Okay, now let's get back to the concept of shielding. All right, when you are shielding yourself energetically, it's for twofold of a reason. One, it's to protect against psychic attacks, which do happen. And it's also to protect against inadvertent energy vampires. Often there are people who do not realize that they're energy vampires and it's related to their own trauma. Okay. They don't mean to suck up your energy. It's just that they are not able to fulfill themselves in any way, shape or form because they're always externally focused. And because of that, they will just show up and be like, oh, I love to be around you. You're so awesome. Like you always hear that. And then like they just like grab, 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 grab at your energy. And then when they feel good, they leave. And then you're left feeling like crap. Does that make sense? 
Okay, so for those types of individuals, these shields help you because then they can come and try to grasp at your energy, but you're not going to lose or leak any energy to them. You become less nourishing to those individuals. Does that make sense? So that's the purpose of why I use my shields to keep my own energy contained into my sphere of, of amazingness, right? Like, that's the way that works. So let's talk about how to implement a healthy energetic shield. And I'm going to go ahead and teach you all the um, technique that I use for myself. All right. And if you're not a visual person, quite all right. Don't even worry about it. If you're on TikTok, please know that I have seen your comments, but I am just rattling my way through this podcast. And for those of you who are watching me on YouTube and on Facebook, I just want to thank you for joining me today. Okay. So here is the shielding technique that I use. And some of my favorite shielding meditations come from Steve Nobel. I've included them in the show notes for the podcast. So you will be able to check them out. And one of the first things that I want you to do is this. And you know what? Let me put on some, let me put on some music that is soothing to our souls. Let's see what happens. All right. And so what I'm going to do is explain to you how that works first, and then we're going to practice it. Okay. So what I do is a visualization of myself. And what I do is I visualize all of my chakras. So, and I do them in colors so that it's not complicated. I like to keep it simple, right? So red for your root chakra, orange for the sacral chakra. Um, it's going to be yellow for the solar plexus, green for the heart chakra. It's going to be blue for the throat, purple for the um, third eye, and then pink. I like to use pink for the crown, okay? So... First things first, what you're going to do is you're going to go ahead and imagine. All right, let's put this music up. You're going to start first by taking some deep breaths. Right? And you're going to fall into your heart space. So imagine yourself falling into a green beautiful bubble of energy, all right? And once you're in that green, beautiful bubble of energy, um, what will happen is just sit there for a second and take some deep heart breaths. Now, imagine yourself in this big green bubble. Just, just you're in your heart space. You're in a green section. Nothing is bothering you. Nothing is affecting you. We are just breathing, okay? And you're in this green space inside of your heart, okay? And from that place, from that place, I now want you to expand the green field from your heart to the tips of your shoulders, from the tips of your shoulders to the tips of your fingers, right? And we're expanding it outward this way, okay? Outward horizontally. And then we're also now expanding it vertically. And you're taking this, this bubble, the shield, this 
field of love because we're taking it from our heart space and we're expanding it outward. So now it kind of coats your whole body and you're a big green, like you're a big green alien person, right? So your whole body is now glowing in this green format. Then what I do is I add a secondary shield. So this shield also comes from inside. So I take this, a shield of blue, okay? And this blue shield, you pull it out of your throat chakra. And blue is also the color of Archangel Michael. Archangel Michael is the protector of all humanity. So you increase that blue shield and you're going to still have this green shield going, but now you're going to add a layer of blue. Okay. Once you add this layer of blue to the outside, you're going to push that shield outward so that it's at least three feet around you. So now you have a lot, you have like a cord from inside of your body in green and you're covered in green. And then you have a line of blue from inside of your body, pushing outwards and then covering you in blue. And you can turn that into a three foot circle around you. And as you practice this lie, as you practice this method of shielding yourself, you can expand the shields out further so that it's no longer just your three foot circle. It can be a six foot circle. It can be a nine foot circle. It can be a fucking block. It can be the entire building that you're in. Okay, so you can, and then you can layer multiple colored shields outward. Me personally, I layer seven colors deep because there are seven chakras, and I have an extra layer of shielding that is done in gold because I have a gold dragon shield that I use that is from. Long story short, I used it from it's a gold dragon shield that I used from the central sun, and that allows me to ground into Gaia's earth. I also have a, a crystalline um, white shield from Sandal Fawn. That's another one that I use, right? So just for you guys to start with a basic shield, you can go ahead and do this green healing shield. And if you believe in the archangels, you can, in, you can invoke archangel. Raphael to help you with this healing green shield. And then you're going to push out your blue Archangel, Archangel Michael field and then add another color if you want it to or stay with those. And as you're putting these in place, you want to go ahead and say to, the, to your shield, set the intention that these shields are semi-permeable. They allow in the good and the bad just simply bounces off of them, right? And on top of that, you're going to go ahead and add in the fact that they're renewable shields so that you don't have to constantly pay attention to them because that takes energy. But your body knows, just like your heart beats, just like you know that your heart beats constantly, your shield is constantly renewed with your heartbeat so that it is always that way, when you do start to feel drained, you can then do a small meditation to reboot that feeling and come back to sleep. Okay? Later on, at another date, I'll teach you another technique for setting up shields um, for other things. But this is a basic shielding practice that I find is more effective 
than when I hear other guided meditations because the way that other guided meditations are set up, the shield is outside of you and it's not really attached to you. And so it just kind of flies off sometimes, especially when you're shocked or stressed out. Make sense? So that is my simple shielding technique that it comes from the inside and pushes outward. All right. Put that into practice for yourself. Try it today. Let me know how it feels and if it worked for you. Please, if you like this podcast, give me a good rating on Apple, on Spotify, and on Anchor. Please share the podcast, like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you need any help learning how to shield, learning how to deal with energies, or to help you with the spiritual awakening, please reach out to me at www.kimramanuti.com. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Gaia Soars, and I hope that you all have a wonderful and blessed rest. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Gaia Soars, a podcast about the practical application of spirituality with your host, Kimra Minuti. You're listening to us on Anchor FM, Spotify, and Apple Music Podcasts. If you would like to book a one-on-one private session with Kimra Minuti, the link is in the show notes.